What's up? What's up? What's up? How you hey. doing? I'd like to welcome my boys out, Hobeezy, Stray Beezy. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? And we got a special guest tonight letting us know that it'll be a night to remember. We'd like to welcome you guys out to a, is it 44? 44. Episode 44. 44 more, baby. 44. Like an episode of Good Story. Everybody, everybody's Thursday. Thirsty Thursday, baby. Thirsty Thursdays. What you know about Thirsty Thursdays? I know when I'm thirsty, I I drink. Junior holding it down. Yeah, baby. Shout out to Cousin Junior coming over here and following our stuff. Oh, yes, sir. Next time, double straighten the stuff. Anyways, <laughs> but we're rocking it, rocking it. He rocking it. He, he brought kava from where? Where's that from? I don't, Valley? I don't know. I, I've been drinking Gatorade. All of a sudden. It's ta- it tastes like tongue and kava. It tastes like ca- tongue and kava to me. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. We'd like to send a special shout out to our sponsor from there's <laughs> 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 nobody know where the combo came from but anyway since we're doing sponsorship we like yeah, to thank our sponsor to Nutricost. if you need that Nutricost to get your body right it's Nutricost.com. Nutricost.com. we also like to send a special shout out to our other sponsor cup op you see a nice wonderful face after you're driving down the highway on i-15 south you're exiting off that university parkway exit yes, and just look to the right and give you that guy no. 78, that 78 baby where you at seven eight seven eight seven eight you're gonna get Big one seven eight cut black bop smile like cut your hair anyways anyways send a shout out to cut bop and then our other sponsor we got Bucked up in the house. Yes, sir. Shout out to Bucked Up. We also picked up another sponsor. We like to send a shout out to Savage Fish. If you need to get Savage Fish, you need to get your, your poke uh, fix yeah. from 5 to 9. If you go into the Savage Fish thing for 5 to 9 and you mention Good Story, you get 20% off 20%. your order. Yes, sir. And if so, you're feeling like a savage, go get some Savage Fish. Ooh. Yes, sir. Okay. You got to sell it, baby. Rock it, rock it, rock it. Yeah. Been grinding the owner's husband. No, thank poke. you. Anyways, so uh, we are, we we here at Good Story. We Let me tell you, our mission here at Good Story is always to motivate, inspire Polynesia. Of course. And get our youth to understand that, yo, there's something out there to do besides just kicking around the bucket. Yes. And talking to your friends, riding your bike. Somewhere in that circle, you're in that circle. I'm here all night. You're a circle. Anyways. You're a square. Straight puppy. Man, we had a great guest that brought us lunch today. Shout out to John Moyaki. J-Mo, good looking guy. J-Mo. J-Mo brought us some stuff, man. And I like bring to, lunch when I leave. J- J-Mo is like, he was our first guest. Oh, yeah. Shout out to J-Mo, man. The on the first Good Story, Good Story podcast. podcast. And I like to tell you guys, not bragging, but I'm telling you, 11 countries worldwide World. listen to us on, on podcasts. And we had... A grip of people come in. So just to let everybody know, I'm Samoan. I am 100%, Samoan. 100%. I don't My cousin so. Hobart, Hobart, he's uh, Italian, Micronesian, Samoan. And then Strons is, he's German Tongan. Yeah. A little bit Turkish. Don't get it twisted. Oh, Turkish. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Turkish. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So let's let y'all know, you the know. Name, and then I'm about. married to a Hawaiian. She's real high. Hawaiian. She's not Hawaiian. She's Hawaiian. <laughs> But she did convert you into a Hawaiian. Yes, sir. Don't it, deny it, baby. Anyways, so anyways. you know we 
we we mess with those you know other cultures like Tahitians yeah. and Maori, yeah. Maori, Kyoto, you know, Kyoto from from, from New Zealand, and then you know the Hawaiians of course, and then you know Tahitians and yeah. Fijians. We had a Fijian here last Vinaka Vinaka, and our guest here he he loves his Fijian uncle. Oh yeah, up at the Y, and I want to listen, 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 listen. I'm going to tell you guys right now. This next guest. This, I'm proud of this nephew. This nephew, he really is the definition of the road less taking the road less travel. Oh, you know, yeah. a lot of you guys don't understand what that is. Go read a book. Yeah, but w- which one? Whatever one you want to read. You know, okay. Yeah, read the book of yeah. Mormon. Read the book of Mormon. Did already two times. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, you talk to your bishop. Anyways, anyways, you know, judge as, me as we as we proceed to welcome introduce our, to welcome our guest. We want to, we want to put our hands together and welcome Mr. Sojay Mayava Peters. Yeah, yo, yo, yo. you know, yes, sir. Let, let him know. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Sojay, yo, yo, yo. He's been he's been called a lot of things, but we know him recently as the MVP of the BYU yeah. Bowl in Albuquerque, which was. I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm not. I mean, I have no knocks. I hope we don't lose no no listeners in Albuquerque, New Mexico. My sister lives there, but that's the most terrible place I've ever been in my whole life. Why is it terrible? Because there has nothing there, nothing. Oh. It was miserable. It just made me feel miserable. But wow. and I'm just saying, like weather wise, it wasn't even no snow, but the wind was bone chilling. Oh, like I could feel it in my esophagus. I couldn't tell the way Soljay was running. Yeah, that's what I mean. He was running to try oh, to keep yeah. warm. <laughs> so, Jay, tell Yo. us a little bit about yourself. Where you're from, born and raised, you know, who you, who you look up to, what are some of the people that inspired you, your whole story, how many people you got in your family. Let's let's hear from, from So, Jay. All right. Uh, born and raised in Hula, Hawaii. Oh, <laughs> H-Town. Uh, yeah, H-Town, mom, never down. Yeah, uh, my mom started off as a single mother. And then my stepdad came along. Okay. And so then from there, uh, I got four siblings underneath me. I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, from there, I just went to Kuku for two years, and I moved to the East Coast, basically. And then now I'm here at BYU. Talk to us about that journey from going to, going from Kuku to the East Coast. Tell us about that. Because i like to send a shout-out. Coach Ward, you the man. He just got <laughs> – I think he just got Coach of the Year. Yeah, he did. He's a great guy. So if you guys follow him on Twitter, he's always got inspirational stuff. His name is Coach Patrick Ward, and he's the head coach at uh, St. John's. Cadets. Oh no, is he the head coach? He is now. Yeah, okay. he just got it a couple years ago. Because when you were there, he wasn't the head coach. Yeah, he was the O line coach. Mm-hmm. Love him, his brother. Oh yeah, for sure. The whole family. So, tell us where you went after Kuku. What school it was? I moved to Washington D.C. out on the East Coast, and uh, the school was St. John's College High. That's uh, a far place, man. I what know. took you out there? So, uh, there's a dude named Drew Amavai. He's a QB uh, coach for the Elite Eleven. Shout out to Drew. Drew. So when the polyball started in Hawaii, he would come and train me out there, and then he got the job because he's from Maryland. Okay, so he got the job out there at that school, and he he hit me up. He's like, "Hey, you want to come over here? We got a national powerhouse ready to." Wow. We just need a quarterback, you know. And then I was like, ah, "I'm cool. I'm gonna stay at Kuku." Mm. You know, I'm from the right. I don't know. Out of my my yeah. knowledge of everything out here is like very vague. It's nothing crazy. And then uh, my mom actually tricked me to taking a trip out there 
on a plane with my dad. They, they told me I was going somewhere else, and I ended up going over there. And that's it's like a unofficial visit, basically over yeah. there. And I, after the visit, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna come here. They just had stuff that nice. that most kids, you know, could only dream about. Coco, all the equipment, and plus, basically, the CEO of Unarmor. Kevin, Kevin Plank. Kevin Plank. That's his yeah. alumni. Oh, Nate yeah, he graduated from the Braves. So that, that that's a oh, really so they great. was they was oh yeah. Under Armour. This was a, this high yeah. school is like better than most colleges. They wow. had their own uh, cafeteria. They had their own bookstore that looked like a college bookstore. Oh, so this wow. was their uh, weight training, their field. But yeah, Kevin Plank, the owner of Under Armour. So you can actually fly into Baltimore. And the Under Armour headquarters, and you can actually drive to St. John's. It's that close. Yeah. So St. John's is in D.C., right? Yeah, right inside. And it's we we wow. actually took a trip there. Kingsley was very close to going there, but you know, yeah, yeah we took a trip wow. out there. And um, actually, before Sojay was there, we we were like, look, if they had a dormitory and they were staying here, but they actually had to stay with family and stuff like that. So Sojay talking about. And that, that's what really interests me with this whole story is Soljay's transition. Being an island kid, Soljay, as long as I've known him, he's been a slipper, T-shirt, and short <laughs> kid. Yep. But going out to Washington, oh, yeah. bone chilling. That's like a different kind of cold. Yeah. And so, you know, there's a lot of things. But tell us, tell us about what are the things that you brought away from that? Because sometimes people don't appreciate your home until you have to actually leave it. Tell us some of the things that you learned from being away from the rock oh yeah for sure um i moved out there by myself uh and i stayed with uh coach drew and his family and they welcomed me in and uh luckily for them they had a son around my age who ended up coming to timview his name's leo amabai yep he was the quarterback at timview yeah, yeah for like a few years so me and him kind of were like the only two poly dudes in in our school and it was just a huge culture shock you know different styles of livings fast it's way faster than hawaii mm-hmm. big cities all around it's just a whole nother level of just life. And and majority of those kids that went to school there, their parents worked for, like, Secret Service people. Yeah, the school I was at, yeah. Because oh, Drew was even they were in, in politics. and Yeah, Drew was already in the Secret Service system already working. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he had his own thing going. And uh, most of the kids there are, like, they're from uh, over the seas. They're, like, all European kids that come oh, into nice. that school. So there's a bunch of different cultures that would just mix in. But only me and Leo was the only poly dudes, and it was just – a huge shock for me being a, being away from all of like my Polynesian friends back home and just learning their, you know, the different styles that they have out here or on the East Coast. And it was just, I liked it. I did enjoy my time out there, but it wasn't like home. Like home yeah. is never nothing's gonna change the fact. So that's what help home. you help you to not be homesick. Uh, of course, Drew and his family, and then my family ended up moving later to come mm-hmm. watch me play. So it, it kind of kept me nice. my head leveled. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You guys, you, you guys, uh, sorry, you guys, um, they were ranked. In the nation, right? Three? Yeah. My junior year. Oh, we always started off like junior, senior within like the top 10. Right. I can't remember. One year, my junior year, we started to five and we ended up at two. And then we lost to a team we beat by like 50. He's the, he just won the Heisman. Their quarterback just won the Heisman, Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's yeah. who we lost to the second, the second, wow. the second time around. Yeah. That's what big stuff. What yeah. other schools were you recruited by after St. John's? Uh, there was a few big schools. Nothing too crazy. Like, what you talking about? Michigan. That's oh, huge. Yeah. Michigan was huge. Alabama, they, they they would come and visit me, but they already told me their guy was like Bryce. You know, it was like if yeah. Bryce declines, then they'll give me a chance. And so it was like that's how we deal with these schools. And that's how it was. How did it make you feel, man? Uh, of course, it fuels the fire. You know, yeah, of course. Me, like, 
they think this guy's better than me. It's like, oh, yeah. all right, whatever. Yeah. And I just got to prove myself every day. So you went and show him the. <laughs> 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 they had an he had an opportunity to like like we talked. He just said Caleb Williams, but Soldier had an opportunity to play against guys you see are ranked in the country, and so for me, having him at BYU. I'll keep those personal things to myself yeah. because I feel like, you know, they don't know what they got. Yeah. But an opportunity for him to show that I can run with these guys. You know, I have these guys. And that was my whole reasoning for my own son to want to look at that. You know, even though it was far away. But so, Jay, like I said, you know, it changed who you are. It changed, like, you know, your 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 expectations of your next level. Yeah. Now, what led you to BYU? Um, honestly, I have no clue. I mean, I, a general idea. Of course, I'm LDS. The My spirit. mom went there. Yeah. Think it's the spirit, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I just felt like the way the coaches were recruiting me, I felt like they were more genuine than others. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. just, they would always come like every week. They're just coming out and see me. Consistency. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Grimes is always there. They're always there. And so the other schools will come like maybe once a month or two like that. So it's just like, oh. These guys, it seems like they really want me. And plus, coming back to the West Coast, I feel like that's somewhere I wanted to be at when I go to school is the West Coast near home and closer to yeah. my type of environment, you know, Polynesians and everybody. And so when I I, I initially told my mom and dad they were mad at me. They didn't. They're like, no, you're going to get kicked out. Da, da, da. They just felt like I wasn't on the right track in high school to, you know, become here and prove myself as not just a football player, but, you know, how the honor code and everything. So I was like kind of offended, but at the same time, I was like, I can see where they're coming from. And then in my head, I was like, nah, I'm going to go BYU and I'm going to make sure I'm doing the right things to get myself back with the Lord and everything. So yeah. that wasn't just, it was just football for me. It was a bunch of stuff that I was doing off the field that I wanted to, you know, straighten out and hopefully get, because I'm not, I, I'm actually not sealed to my, my parents. So that's where I wanted to get to. So that's where I felt nice. BYU could help me. Yeah. Those are for, good yeah. goals. For those yeah. uh, non um, LDS Mormon people. Uh, we believe in eternal families, and so we believe that what's wow. sealed here on earth I am is sealed in heaven. He's a Sunday school teacher. Please, oh, please yeah. do not do not listen to the chatter in the back because uh, okay. thank you, teacher. You know, we'll, we'll we'll be able to teach a lesson to them after we're off the air. Teacher? You know, but what does an opportunity do? arose, and you saw it, and you took it. Uh, uh, we outside of football, we we always talk about this, and, and I have a. Uh, a very strong feeling of the North Shore, especially Laie, Haula, Kauku, that area. And I always tell these guys, the kids that come from that area, there's something different from them. And I always tell them, that side of the island, yeah, that side of the island is like stuck in time. Like kids still play with pogs. They still beef or they still fight. Like, you know, there's no, it's like we we can fight today and then they'll be okay. It's like old school. Like if you discipline heavy-handed your kid they're not gonna call cps I mean, it's just yeah. that's just how it is and so for me that grew up like that you can still go to laie haula koku this time and it's still like that you know what i mean it's not people still live their leave their houses unlocked the car keys are still in the key the cars they might be taken by the chronics but they'll bring it back because you just go around circle island come right back oh gosh <laughs> the car ran out of gas and, wow and, and and everybody knows everybody. And that's a good thing, and it's also a bad thing. Now, tell me, Sojay, with that being said, how do you feel that that side of the island made you who you are? Uh, I just think 
the culture. I think the culture over there is really based around the church. But, you know, of course, in every community, there's their flaws. You know, people, there's always their flaws there. But for for the majority, it's like people try to push their kids to stay the path of, you know, for the Lord. And I think that's why kids like that are how they are out there. They they don't care about all these materialistic things. They don't care what they have. They they go out and make the most of everything that they have. And for me, I was one of those kids, especially come from Hola. My house, you could literally see, there's like holes in my walls. You can see straight through the, from one from one side of the, <laughs> straight, straight, straight through the windows all broken. And for me. But that's okay. Everybody else's yeah. house is like that. Yeah. Everybody's house is like that. So it's like out there, it's like you can't judge nobody. Everybody's judgmental free until maybe, you know, football comes on. There. Everybody wants to be judgmental. But other than that, it's like everybody's cool with each other for the most part. And. People just live life, yeah, and it's all relaxed. You know, so you don't take crazy. stuff for granted. Yeah, you just you're thankful for everything you have. Okay, because I remember, I think Soldier was probably like seven or eight, and it was one night. It was dark, and we were outside mixing in front of their house in Hola, and he was still training. <laughs> he was still running and training and and stuff like that. And I always used to tell his dad that, yo. Maybe that's a little bit too much. You know what <laughs> no. I mean? Like that, the night it was dark already and he was still, you remember this? Like yeah, I remember, they, everybody was telling my dad that, like, dude, what are you doing to this guy? And then I have my own son and then people tell me the same thing. Yeah. And I always say to me, oh, sheesh. So if I had another son, he'd be a 10 star. But anyways, what I'm saying is you don't know any other way. And yeah. worth ethic with our culture, that's what it is. You don't want to be known as the lazy kid. Soj was never that. With that, that with that story, sorry to cut you off, Leroy. With what Leroy just said, right? Like, do you still what where's your love for the game right now? Like being over exhausted, over training, like where's your love for the game now? I think throughout my career, of course I've lost the love sometimes and I always slip like my my love for the game will always be there. Yeah. And then sometimes that feels like not too strong. Then that's I know my parents ask me, like, yo, why are you not training on your own? And then I could be like, oh, man, I just, I don't know, da, da, da. Yeah. And then that's when my parents are, all right, well, all right, then if you want to do that, just make sure we're doing our part to sacrifice the most for you. And you're over here just doing whatever you want to do. But just know it's not going to be our fault. And, you know, I was like, all right, you're right. And then my, yeah. my game just kind of like, I just things happen in my life where I'm like, frick, I got to do this. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? So I just find a motivation in me, and now that I got my own family, it's like, dang, I can see why, where my parents are coming from in their perspectives of me yeah. not working my butt off every day and getting on me. And then I used to think they're just on me for just being hard, you know. But so now, you got like, a small family now? Yeah, I got a wife and a kid. So yeah. Okay. And it's yeah. a it's a boy. Yeah, he's my little homie. And so yeah. now, with all the things that you went through, because regardless of the training and all that, you got to be thankful for where they're at. They're at. And, and, and sometimes for me, I have to tell my own son, like, look, I don't know any other way. And so what I may not be the perfect dad, but what I knew is the best I could do for you at that time. Now you have your own son. Tell me what you would do different, you know, as, as an upgrading, or maybe you would do the same. Tell me how, what if he said Dad, I want to be a quarterback, you know, I want to play football or I don't want to play football. What, what would be your, what would be something that you would be able to tell your son? I think for me, it's funny because my my younger brother, my dad's taking like a different approach approach in that way of training. He's more on like the softer like lenient side. Yeah, I don't know. It surprised me because I remember my dad used to beat me up if I was just just you know <laughs> just doing whatever. And now this guy's along. He's playing video games, and my dad's like this guy. I don't know. You see, he's just. He thinks my dad is like feels bad because he thought he was too hard on me, so he wants to be more 
like let my brother motivate himself. But he's he's still young. He's only in like elementary. And so for me, my son, I'm like, dang, what do I like? I'm still in the process. Like, what do I do? Like, yeah. he's only like a couple months old. But I'm just like, man, I don't know. I'm just for me, I think I'm gonna be like my dad, more on the harsh side. Not like the harsh side, but more strict. But not as like, I don't know how to say it. He's more. I don't want to diss my dad, but he's, like, very strict. Like, you know, he used to beat me up so much times, and I was just like, ah. I was just he's old my, school. Yeah, he's But the thing school. is, I, I relate to Luau. Yeah, that, I, that's I, my, I you that, could, that's yeah. my That's my that's my brother. Like, you know, like, I, the thing is with Luau is that I believe that he and I have so much in common, but it could have went south. Like, if Kingsley came to me one day and he said, I don't want to play football, I don't care, you know. Yeah, that's kind of how it was, too. And, and so I cannot be that. You know what I mean? Sometimes you – because – but for me, I feel so strongly that you have such a big potential as a as a dad. You'll see that with your own child that you don't want you want the best for them. And so maybe if Kingsley wanted to be a ballerina, go be a ballerina. If you want to dance in Mary Monarch, go dance in Mary Monarch. Ain't nothing <laughs> wrong with that, bro. You know, be a kumu. I don't care. Yeah. But I'm saying be the best kumu you can be. You yeah. know what I mean? So fa kumulo ipu. Fa kumulo Soldier, how how is how has married being married and having your own family helped you during the season? Uh especially. I say it's more uh easy for me just to be focused, you know, having a wife and a kid. Yeah. It's it's not like I'm before it's not about you anymore. Yeah, it's not just about me, it's about you know, I'm trying to do this for them and of course my parents and my siblings. But even before I was married, I would be like, you know, to where you're trying to taste tail or something, you know, just trying to texting all these girls, but then when you just have that one, your one person, it's easy to just focus on your goal and somebody there to be like your backbone on the way, you know. The winds know. beneath your wings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, that that wasn't mine, hey. but I gave it you like that. What? You catching on, son? <laughs> you catching on, what? son? <laughs> Anyways, they, they, the good thing about having this perspective is because we have a lot of young listeners that are listening and out, and they're like, man, my parents are hard too. Yeah. Shut your mouth. My parents was harder than you. You know, like I came home after 10 o'clock. My dad, wow, I'm like, oh, don't say it. <laughs> so anyways, how old are you, Soje? Uh, just he's 21. A, he's a puppy. Oh, oh you yeah. little love. He's a puppy. <laughs> he's a puppy. These oh, guys are. He's these the same guys age are, as my son. Yeah, but they're, they're puppies. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the thing. When I was 21. Anyways, but anyways. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. That was like 50 well, years focus, ago. Focus, focus. Stick to Soje. No, no, yeah. but I'm saying. We, this we, isn't about you, bro. We have this a is lot about Soje. We have a lot of young kids that are listening right now thinking, I'm at a crossroads. Give you. I'm a crossroads at my in my life that I need to know, like, man, am I going to go on a mission? Am I going to go to school? Am I going to, you know, settle down? What am I doing? And so to have Soje's perspective on the road less traveled, he left all that he knew in the North shore and yeah. uprooted and went to a place in the East coast that there was probably two Samoan kids, you and somebody and Leo. Yeah. The, kid, the guy yeah. I was living with. Yeah. And, and everybody else was, and that, and I think with, you know, that learning experience only comes around once in a lifetime. And so get out of your comfort zone, understand that you can't grow unless you move out and do your own thing. Yeah. So shout out to Sojay. Now, most important thing, what was your mind thinking when they said you are the starting quarterback of our bowl game? Like in they they tell you well they told you the week in advance because you were already because the media didn't know who was starting. They kept yeah. saying it was Finnegan or whoever else or you know what what were you thinking as you were prepping? As I was prepping, we had like a few weeks, so I was just like, dang, take it day by day, see how it goes. They told you in a couple in a weeks 
before they that? They didn't confirm it. They, not till when everybody, uh, Thursday night. Because the, me- the media didn't know. Yeah, nobody no one knew. knew. Yeah. The Thursday night is when they officially called us into rumors like, hey, we're going to go with Soldier. But in my head, I'm thinking, like, as the practices went on, I was like, okay, I think I won this day. Okay, maybe he won this day. You know, I'm, I'm trying to, like, measure, and I'm like, dang, I think I'm winning it right now. And as the practice kept going, I was like, yeah, I think I'm for sure. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm winning the mix right now. And then finally, Thursday night came, and they told me, like, oh, heck, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was right. I'm, Were you nervous at all? Uh, before the game, I was, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was pretty nervous. But I was just, I was just amped up. I was just fired up. I was like, that's my first start. Like, here yeah. we go. I know you couldn't hear me, but I kept, you know, yelling, so, Jay. But anyways, oh. I was, it was just that. Because there was a whole, like. He hears you now. 500, <laughs> 500. But anyways, as the game was going on, that's the first thing I thought of. Like, when did they tell him? Yeah. You know, like, and so the Thursday of the week of the bowl game, they told you? Yeah. Uh, A-Rod told me, like, dude, we told you in less than 48 hours. I'm like, oh, I, yeah, you guys did. So the game plan was what? It was just keep SMU's offense off the field as much as, they, as much as we could and, you know, stay on the field as long as we could. And then hopefully just march, just control the clock, basically. What was your reads, though? Like, was it run first? What, what, I oh, mean, no, it just depends. It was just normal, like, if I was Darren, basically. But then they, of course, had more uh, RPOs and QB runs. Because you run better. Then. Yeah. But, so tell me this. Kingsley almost got you killed when you were doing that <laughs> hurdle. We watched the thing, and so, Jay. No, that dude. I know your cousin's <laughs> over there. Tell the truth. He can't even uh, hear us right now. No, that's my dude, man. That guy's my dude. It, that guy's my dude. So, Jay, we I watched the never, game. Nah. And I thought, oh, my gosh, he didn't give up a whole sack this whole year, and he about to give one up right now. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> because, was yeah, close. if Sojay didn't spin out of that, that it, was it was like close. he had eyes behind his back. If he didn't spin out of that, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what, you know. But as the game went on and as it became in hand, what were you thinking like? I think I'm going to win the MVP. Were you thinking that? No, nah, I wasn't thinking MVP. I was honestly, hopefully we win the game. That was it. I just wanted to win my first start. Because the coolest thing I, I heard and saw in the stadium, you were the first Samoan in the history of BYU to win a bowl game MVP. Did you know that? <laughs> and start I, a BYU that's cool. game. Yeah, and start. Yeah, I never thought about that stuff. Like, I never realized, you know, all that, all those things. I never realized that. I didn't. And, and that's what my whole, our whole thing is, full circle. Like you brought, oh, there hasn't even been a, a Hawaiian quarterback. So Hawaiian Zach Capono, <laughs> yeah, Wilson. Oh, he come, oh man, no, I'm, because that's his that, uncle uh, right here. No, okay, if pull, you pull it up, if you pull it up, that's what they have him at. Okay, I okay, agree with okay, you. Okay, I agree with okay. you. But we talking about real Hawaiians. Yeah, that's what I'm We're saying. Talking like that's what I mean. But. Uh, Freaking, you yeah. my, you my, bye, bye. You my, you yeah. my, barakas, barakas, not just yeah. like, not as, shaka, bro, like, barakas, like, bro, that's, right. that's why barakas. I feel Soldier's not You get one Kaima Aina card. All the respect that he deserves. You get one Maika'i card, cuz. Cuz. Telling you. Okay, we'll, we'll give it to Zach. Nah. <laughs> we'll give it to Soldier. <laughs> but when you pull yeah. it up, that's what comes up. Yeah. He know that. Nah, Soldier, Soldier, you. You, cool. you you got it. You, you got it for you us. You got it. Uh, you know. Yeah. You got it. No matter no matter what is what you say, but man, such a proud moment as we're sitting in the stands and everybody's running everywhere, like you know, because they didn't pick BYU to win. And when they said that you were the starter, uh, everybody there was a lot of doubt. We they didn't know what you got. Yeah. Now, as we transition into the spring, they moved you again. Yeah. How do you feel about that transition? Tell us a little bit about that, anyways. Uh in all honesty, I mean. 
It is what it is, you know. My I know my parents at first they were super mad. They felt like it was like a slap in the face to them because you know they they felt like I never really got a shot right. to prove myself. I agree, but you know uh, it is what it is, and I don't want to leave BYU. You know I like you here. I got my little. I just started my family here, so I wasn't planning on going anywhere. Yeah, and so I just decided to take you know take it and run with it. And well, if you ever need any advice about transferring, we've done that before. <laughs> Anybody's out there listening, so nah, never leave nah. that off the table. Like I said in the beginning of our show, somewhere in that circle, you're in that circle. Yeah, that doesn't even make any sense. Sometimes circle of life, you just gotta make the best out of the situation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I'm proud of you. We're happy that you're able to like see and be more mature about it. You know, we we haven't had uh, a really insight of what's going on, but you saved the season for me. I mean, because to have a bowl win. Be eight and five, and that that skid that they were going, but how you did it is to let them know because SMU was not a pushover program. They were good. They, they had some good ballers in there. Talked a lot of smack. I'm glad you guys got them. But um, is there any so and a kid that's thinking about transitioning in their life? I think I said that wrong. <laughs> you can say it again. <laughs> rewind, rewind. Anybody that's any kid that's out there that's looking for advice on making a, a life decision, what would be your advice if they're looking to, you know, do whatever they need to do to better themselves? What would be your life advice? Um, I think for me, because when they, after they told me that, I just barely got my Melchizedek. So I uh, might as well just pray. For those Father. people that are out there that are not members uh, like Hobart, uh, Melchizedek is the priesthood Yo, wow. that you get. And there's a level wow. of priesthood. So when you first start, there's a preparatory or, or first priesthood which is the ironic priesthood which is named after Aaron who's the brother of Moses. Melchizedek was a king that was well, named after that. Bible so that's podcast. where that's where the Melchizedek comes from. Anyways, back to Thank OJ. You. Thank you, Bishop. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you have oh, like yeah, a Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have like a parental figure or anybody, of course, talk to them first, see how they feel about it. Talk to your loved ones, you know, give get their advice and, you know, opinions on the situation and of course just Deep, dig deep down inside yourself and see if you can, you know, figure it out on your own as well. And of course, just ask the man above. So, perfect. Yeah. You know, we 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 um, sometimes we don't mention enough about your circle, and we always talk about mental health and things like that here. And who you keep circle around you, who you keep around you is is very important. You know, yeah. and I and I assume that you know, soldier has got a good you know circle of friends. Yeah. Uh, there's a left tackle that you should always send home early, you know, when you guys are out there. And uh, I feel good about the kids. And that's another thing, too, about that place in the North Shore is that I envy that because they have friends that they started out as little kid days and they're friends now. You know, I'm trying to change my friends because I'm tired of them, you know, but that's something that a lot of kids don't have nowadays. You know, they they don't have that circle, circle soul, circle that keeps their circle moving, you know, so – Continue to uh, find your positive reinforcement out there and keep it keep it uh, centered yeah. in the gospel. People don't understand the gospel. Well, the gospel you know Jesus what? Christ. You're touching lives right now, bro. <laughs> touching. I am touching. so proud of you. Be, be aware Taking of, that be second aware, step of your religion. Be aware of your surroundings. Understand that everybody's out there to give you a helping hand, but trust those people that are around you that have been there from day one. Yeah, I agree. So, Jay, you got to be... Uh, NIL deals you want to give a shout out to anybody you sponsoring or anything that you're working on like your gear and and the shirt you never bring let, but let us know where we can let us know where they can find it. Cool Connect, Cool Connect or something. Let us know where they can find it. Oh yeah, shout out Cool Connect. He 
Oh, the link. I don't know if they're still selling it, but the link's still in my my bio, so you could check it out if you want. But I mean, other than that, there's nothing really going on. Like, okay. This small deals here and there, nothing crazy right now. So all you business owners out there, give my nephew an NIL deal. He got a baby. He got a feed. <laughs> yeah. You know, he got a little family he's got going on. He got yeah. a great kid. Handsome, we all got to eat. You know, <laughs> put him on a billboard. You yeah. know, do something out there. But any party so words, Jay guys? Nguava. Guava. Oh, Sojay Guava. Sojay Ingu Guava. <laughs> Sojay Nagave. Oh, ho, ho, ho. So, Sojay Fries. So Guava. Sojay Value yeah. Meal. Oh. Huh? Sojay. With a strawberry shake. Don't hire these guys. So, so <laughs> Glow. Woo. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, boy. So Stash. So stash, yeah, because so like he rolled in with his mustache. He rolled in with his mustache. So, thank you everybody for tuning in on another episode. Good story as we take it out with my man. Y'all don't know nothing about this. Yeah. So Jay, I want you to go home and play this for the Teller family. Shout out to Emmett. So Jay, thank you for sharing your time with us this evening. Appreciate it. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you guys signing off already? Go ahead, I can be honest. You know when some fam just start turning on the music and Alright, I guess I'll sign out. Peace out everybody. We'll see you on the next episode of Good Story. <laughs>